Hey, thanks for joining us again. Welcome back to another episode of the Five Tool Baseball Podcast. We're up to episode 63, creeping up on that 19,000 download mark. So thanks for tuning in uh, and joining us. I'm Dustin McComas, joined again by Drew Bishop. And uh, exciting one today, Drew. Uh, Logan Harrington from TCS Postgrad is going to uh, hop on and join us today. We always talk about you know opportunities for guys to keep playing and, and staying in the game. And I think this is a route that not enough people know about. Me personally, like I knew about it, but I didn't know about it after I really kind of um, dug in and, and explored what TCS was doing. Um, and it's it's exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation because I think, you know, what those guys are doing, um, it, it's a great opportunity for those guys that want to try to stick in the game and keep playing and keep developing and maybe don't have those opportunities that they were hoping for um, as a high school season, uh, high school senior for whatever reason. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it like you said, digging more and more into the program like we've done uh, recently, it. it it's an opportunity for people to really get better. And I think the important thing is that you don't lose a year of eligibility. I don't think that people understand how big of a deal that is. Um, You know, it it comes into play a lot when you're thinking about going to that next level. And then, you know, like you said, there's a lot of people that, you know, either slip and fall through the cracks um, because the just sheer amount of good players in Texas and, um, and then guys that, you know, are, are willing to bet on themselves and, you know, take another year to develop and, and grow and get better as a player and learn some and get some classes knocked out. And, you know, I think, you know, the more and more you look at it, I mean, this is an enticing option and obviously Logan does a great job and I'm excited to hear him talk a little bit more about the program and, you know, help and help get it out there. So people understand what is available with a program like this. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it's it's a really beneficial conversation, especially for any of those parents or players tuning in. That you know, we talk sometimes about you know the the seniors and wanting to have an opportunity and maybe panicking because that opportunity is not there. Um, this this could t- potentially be an avenue, um, and really too, like we talk so much about guys, guys just change so much between their senior year of high school and then what they look like in college after a year or two years or whatever it is. Yep. So. Um, you know, there's always guys that slip through the cracks for whatever reason that just maybe don't get that opportunity. Um, Logan's going to explain what those guys are about at TCS. And I think people will be uh, that are kind of looking for maybe that opportunity should be really interested in TCS Postgrab. So uh, let's get that get to that conversation. Logan Harrington from TCS Postgrab uh, Postgrad is going to join us here and explain their program. You know, at Five Tool Baseball, we're really big about trying to keep guys in the game. Give those guys who want to play another opportunity uh, to keep playing at the next level. Because who knows what happens? They keep playing. Maybe they transfer somewhere. Maybe they become a coach, a scout, whatever it is. uh, But try to keep as many baseball people in the game as possible. And this guy we're joined by today is, uh, is doing a great job of that. Logan Harrington director of TCS Baseball. Uh, First off, Logan, thanks for joining us, but um, explain to us what is TCS Baseball? Um, You know, what are you guys doing? What are you guys about? Um, And and where where did the the idea come from to start TCS Baseball? Yeah, of course. Uh, Thanks, Dustin. And I mean, this is awesome just to get the the program out there to where more people know about it. And um, I believe in it and our staff believes in it. And 
I think if a lot of people knew about it, they'd believe in it too. So um, thank you for the platform and thank you for having me on. Um, the way it came about was really, I, I was a junior college coach and then I was running showcases and I had a showcase out in Florida and IMG um, has a post-grad program. And I knew the head coach really well, real good friend, Nolan Nyman. Um, and then he wanted to send his players to my showcase. And I was like, what do you mean? What, what's a post-grad? Why do you need me? And he started explaining what a post-grad was. And I just, light bulb went off. And I was like, man, that's genius. Um, when I was at a junior college, a little junior college in Dallas, saw a lot of players develop that first year. And it, it was night and day from day one to, you know, May or June, nine months after just one year with me. Or it wasn't me. It was just the the what junior college one year development gives these players. And I just thought, man, I could do the same thing in Texas and started kind of bouncing ideas off of college coaches and mentors that I knew in the game. And they kind of gave me enough to where, Hey, Logan, try it. And uh, we're, we're going into our ninth year. So that's almost 10 years ago, which makes me feel old. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I think every single year we've gotten better and better. Um, the first year was, throw it up against the wall, see if it sticks. Um, and it did well. Um, the second year we, I mean, we had two players that got drafted out of that, that group. Wow. Um, third year we started really beating teams and beating junior colleges and universities. And it was kind of a aha moment that, that this is going to be around for a while. And, you know, I think every year from there, we've kind of grown and now really blessed and happy to have the facilities we do. Um, so it's, it's grown, um, and every year, hopefully it continues to grow, but, um, that's where it started. Uh, what we are, um, it's unique. It's a one-year program. Players come to us right after they graduate high school. Um, we do everything a college baseball program would do. Um, and we try to maximize the time that we have them. Um, we, we have a amazing facility where we house them. They live here. And we feed them here and um, we have a fuel station that's 24 seven to where um, a weight gain um, or even a weight loss, like body composition changes are really um, strong suit with us. Um, we have an indoor facility to where they have key card access. They can hit at midnight until their hands bleed. Mm -hmm. um, we have a weight room um, where we partner with performance course, which is amazing. They work our guys out and then everything is right across the street from our field. And, we practice, we play a regular junior college schedule, both fall and spring. And then uh, the, the players don't year, lose a year of eligibility. And then college classes as well. We have an auditorium where we partner with Collin College and they send professors over to teach class on Tuesday, Thursday nights. Um, so it, it's part-time status. Again, they don't burn a year of eligibility. So I uh, Again, I'd love to go into it and hopefully we do, but I think there's a thought process of, hey, this is a chance for players to get to the college level. And I think we've evolved into, you know, hey, why not spend one year of development to maximize your college career after the four years with us? Um, and that's kind of where we're going is, you know, instead of going to this college or that college, come here, develop, and then maybe your path is a little bit different um, and maybe there's more scholarship money, maybe there's a, a bigger school um, or the one that you want. So that's kind of the, the route that we're trying to go, um, you know, in the future. Yeah. So, you know, thinking about it, there's been a huge backlog of players that haven't had the opportunity to get seen because of uh, roster log jams due to COVID. 
have you seen an uptick in the amount of players that are, that are available to you, the quality of players? Has that played any effect on, on what kind of kids you've been able to bring into the program the last couple of years? Yes and no. Um, I think, yes, it, it has created a backlog to where I, I took like a junior college scholarship kid four years ago, three years ago was at a certain level. And now it's just a lot higher. <laughs> now right. that same kid that was a small scholarship is a walk-on and the guy that's was the maybe full ride is, is not anymore. And I think everybody across the board, it's, you got to be a lot better than what you thought a player should be when you send them somewhere five years ago, four years ago. Um, For us, there's, I think a lot other options now. I think other postgrads have started to pop up. Um, We've gotten good players every single year, but I think the opportunity out there for those players is there if they, they, they search for it. Um, You know, I think it was two years ago. We had a lot of players because of COVID, but financially, the, the families didn't know what was going on with because of COVID. And I think our numbers were a little down um, that year, but uh, this past year, we, I mean, I, this is one of our best years, I think just pa- this past year. Um, and it's kind of the second year going into COVID. Um, so um, I, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, I think it, it, it's, it's kind of evened out all across like more postgrads, tougher to get into schools. Um but there's, there's, there's just more options out there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for people listening or, or tuning in, you can go to tcspostgrad.com and, and check out all the stuff there. And I, I was browsing through there and again, the facilities, like I, I was just amazed, like you're, you're not kidding. I mean, these guys got access to everything they need from the, you know, the, the food and the fuel bar to the hitting area, to the, um, the, the classes on the academic side. So take us through what's a typical day um, for a player that goes to TCS, because I, I, I'm looking at the schedule and I'm thinking, man, if, if you're a baseball junkie that wants to, to stay in the game and keep playing, I mean, this is, this is your kind of schedule and you're armed with everything you need facilities wise. Yeah, it, it's, it, I'm kind of on both sides to where financially I'm trying to make sure that we're not going crazy to mm-hmm. where, you know, financially it works, but at the other side, I want to make sure anybody that's 18, 19 years old that wants to be a, a the best possible baseball player they can be, they have all the resources here possible. And I mean, a normal day, um, we're not a big believer in waking up early and lifting. Um, the kids don't go to bed when they should. Um, so we want their bodies to recover. Um, so we try not to do too much um, early in the morning. Um, you know, we get them up for breakfast. Um, you know, we have key card access when they eat breakfast where we know who gets up and eats breakfast and who doesn't, um, or they might grab stuff in the fuel station whenever they're running out to practice. Um, and we kind of use that as data as well, but breakfast probably right around, I'd say seven or eight depends on the you know time of the year, fall, spring, um, in season, off season. Um, let's just go off, I guess, fall, uh, we would wake up, we would eat probably about eight o'clock, um, practice on the field at nine, um, maybe roughly around a team practice of two hours. Um, and once we're done about 11, we'd come back here to the facility, which again, the, the field is right across the street or across the parking lot. Um, 
then eat lunch. Um, it's all you can eat lunch. Um, after lunch, we would do individual work, um, probably right around one, maybe going to cages, hit, maybe small groups. Um, and then we lift three to five. Uh, we usually split it in half to where pitchers are three to four and then position players are four to five. And they're um, sometimes in the weight room, sometimes on the field with, um, you know, movement. And um, really once they're done lifting, we have dinner at six. And then depending on the day, like Tuesday, Thursday are classes. So that's seven to 9.50 is class. And we might have a study hall on Monday night. Um, Wednesday nights, um, Wednesday and Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we try to keep open for a lot of different things for games. Um, we do other things as well besides baseball. I mean, I'm a big believer in kind of the, the, the financial side and teaching these kids about money and, and you know, student loans and, and um, credit card debt and car and how to become a millionaire and all kinds of just stuff <laughs> to kind of get their minds yeah. off of baseball. And, hey, you're going to stop playing eventually and you better learn how to, how to manage your money. Um, and I think that's not really taught in school. Um, so you know, just I try to educate them and, and and, you know, same thing with church, same thing. We do a lot of stuff on the side besides baseball just to, again, put them in front of things. And they might love it. They might grasp it. Or they just might go in one ear and out the other, which is fine. But at least they were kind of presented the information. But um, that's a normal kind of routine. And then we just started over again. Um, weekends, we don't really do a ton unless we have a game. Um, we might do a Sunday night kind of lift or practice here and there. But uh, weekends, I'm a big believer in like my staff, my coaches. I mean, we're, I, I trust me, I know about grinding it out at junior colleges and how it is, but I, I want my coaches, my, you know, my family, me, everybody like, hey, on the weekends, if we don't have a game, let's go hang out with our family. Um, and again, I'm not a big believer in six days a week practice and, you know, multiple hours and hey, it's, it's baseball, baseball, baseball. I think there's other things to life than, than just baseball, but we try to squeeze as much as we can out of the players when they're here with us. Yeah, I was I was scrolling through some of the alumni and guys that you've had come through your program. You know, talk a little bit about some of the places that kids have gone on uh, and played once leaving your program. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously the the eye popping names are, are the ones that everybody likes to hear. I mean, we've had players move on to Old Miss, like the she's probably the most um, I guess popular one is Taylor Broadway went to a. Tyler Junior College and then went to Ole Miss and he was the closer for Ole Miss and got drafted by the White Sox. Um, just actually got bumped up to double A. Um, we've had um, player go uh, Texas Tech. He's went to a junior college and went to Texas Tech. We've had players go to Kansas, TCU. Um, and I mean, it, it's all over the map um, where we sent players. I think we we're up to 25 or 26 division one players or the players that have gotten drafted. Um, you know, we've even had players that were drafted before coming to us and then they came to us to kind of up their stat, up their, their stock. But um, again, I love those division one guys and they're awesome, but man, there's some division two and division three and NAI and yeah. GCO guys that, man, I mean, I would let, them marry my daughter they're just great young yeah. men and you know like they're awesome um there's players that came here that man like they they kind of had the division three um maybe jv offer um and they came here developed went to a junior college and ended up playing division two and kind of changed their career and i think they would have got washed out um wherever they were at but they decided to come here and 
and they took the, uh, you know, the, the reins and developed and man kind of changed their career. And, um, you know, I think the biggest thing for us is the, the body composition changes. Um, I think the, the weight gain, the strength gain, or if they're trying to lose weight, um, lose body fat. Um, I, with, with our structure in the weight room, with our nutrition setup, I mean, it, I, this is going to sound cocky or arrogant, but like, if you're not a power five or a high level division one, you're not going to get the body composition changes um, that we get year in, year out. And I think that's what we go after when we recruit. We go after kind of the tall and lean guys. We go after maybe some bigger guys that people kind of shy away with because they're, um, they need to change their body. And I think we do a really good job with that. And we can do it in nine months and, and send them on where they need to go. Um, but I know I've been kind of running everywhere, but that's, uh, that kind of answers it. Hopefully. No, no, it's, 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 it's great. It, it, it kind of took me to where I wanted to go because, you know, we go out and we see so many guys in, uh, in the high school season and then in the summer with the five tool events and kids of all ages and things like that. And, um, to me, the, the body composition and also the mental development too, but the body composition, like you see these guys and they're just, some of these guys go on and, and they're completely different players. Like what, what has this taught you maybe about the game and, and when you're talking to these, cause you're rattling off guys that are going to big time places, Texas tech, Ole Miss. I mean, guys that are getting drafted guys that are going to, to big time junior college programs in Texas. We know how good the junior college ball is in the state of Texas, um, what has this kind of taught you about like evaluating players at that high school level? And, and um, you know, what are those conversations like when you're talking to those programs about your guys? Because um, I'm, I'm sure you're turning some heads now when you go play that schedule, which is a, a really good schedule. And you're getting a lot of recruiting interest year in, year out about your players. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that we've learned is to never, never doubt a player. And we'll have like players in the fall, like a couple weeks in or maybe a month in, and they want to go to, I don't know, let's say Cisco Junior College, and they want to be on scholarship at Cisco. And first couple years of our program, we were like, hey man, you, you, you're 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 not going to be able to go there. You might get a walk on. And we've just had stories upon stories upon stories of players in nine months that completely change, and it's it's dramatic. Like it, 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 like, again, not everybody, I'm not saying this is 90% of our players, but I'd say 20 to 30%. It's unbelievable when they walk in to when they walk out, what they look like. Um, you see them you know, in the game and batting practice and a bullpen velocity, the mental side, the, the maturity side, the eye contact when you're talking to them, like just, it is completely different to where we, we educate, but then, I mean, really, we don't hold anything back. And I think sometimes whenever our coaches recruit our players, they know that, or at least the ones that have kind of recruited them, they'll see them in the fall and be like, man, I like that guy. He's athletic, but, man, he's got to put on 20 pounds, and I know this program's going to do it, and I'm going to follow this guy. And if he puts that 20 pounds on, he's he's mine. Or the, the opposite, man, that guy's awesome, but, man, he needs to you know lean up a little bit and, you know, be a little bit more athletic, and I bet this program's going to do it, and I'm going to follow him. And – um, most of our guys get recruited, I think, kind of like the junior college um, to where they get recruited towards middle to end of spring, even into the summer. Like we have guys that are still that were on the team that right now that aren't signed that are really good players, um, but they just, you know, really developed and, and put their nose to the ground and 
they're they're kind of promoting themselves now um and they needed that nine months to do that but um i think to answer your question it is hey nine months can change a lot um and we wait before we tell anybody or not sell anybody or sell somebody until we actually see it and man it it it's awesome to see some of the development changes with the players. Yeah. Well, I think to, to piggyback off that a little bit, I think it's important because we, we try to harp on this a lot. Um, you know, the early recruiting kind of is what it is and it's really easy to get caught up in it. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to say tough to do for a kid to really grasp that and, and understand that there is stuff that's available late. And if it's not your, you know, quote unquote, dream school that you're committing to, I don't understand why a lot of kids do it. I, I get it, but I don't necessarily understand it. Um, you know, and I think that's one of the things that's great about your program is, you know, you can take a kid that, you know, matures late because everybody grows at a different at a different time. You know, we've all heard about the kid that grows once they get to college and then blows up and becomes a big draft pick from a small school. Right. And, and a lot of kids, you know, there's another faction of kids that don't really understand what working hard really is. Right. They, they do what they're told and they, they go to practice and they go to a little bit extra. But for me, I tend to think that going through the schedule that you guys are putting them through, they're going to really understand what it means to, to really work at the end of the day. And I think that's got to be one of the big benefits of your program is they're in a facility that has everything right there. Cause that's, I mean, for a lot of kids, they've never been through a real weight program by the time they get out of high school. Um, so, you know, some kids have access to it. A lot of kids don't, but to me, I think, you know, your setup is just, it's, it's a great way for kids that haven't been exposed to everything or they grow late to come in, knock some school out and then have a chance to go to, you know, a, a, a big school or a, or a, a very good JUCO. Um, you know, I, I think that people just don't understand that in that spring of their senior year or a kid in your program, that there is still money available from a lot of schools. And, you know, what I've found is if somebody really wants you, they'll make room for you. And, you know, I see, do, do you see, like how many of your kids would you say, um, get offers in the spring? Like, is there a percentage or number of kids that you have move on from your program every year? Yeah. Um, I mean, statistically, um, we've kind of broken it down. We go after, we have 48 beds in our facility and we usually might have a couple guys that are local that drive in. Um, but I'd say we start with 50 year in, year out, roughly around there. Um, you know, we, we have attrition just like any college program. We have a high standard um, curfew, uh, three strike policy. We have um, everything to where we might lose some players for, for multiple different reasons, even maybe injuries or, or um, anything and everything. So that number usually dwindles to low forties at the end of the program. And then I'd say about 35 guys on average um, move on. And those seven or eight that don't, it's not ability. It's usually they decide to go to the military. They decide to go to a four year and just be a student. They decide, holy moly, this is not what I want to do, you know, for four years. And it just kind of is what it is. But um, it, it's, I mean, we're lucky. I mean, early on, I think it was different, but right now, like we're, we're lucky to be able to be picky on who we let in 
to where the standard or the ability level is a little bit higher um, to where, I mean, most of the players that we recruit have interest or offers um, at the very minimum at low level colleges. Um, and they just kind of want a better offer or more time to develop. Um, and, and, you know, we get asked what's the success rate all the time. And I mean, it's really a hundred percent really. I mean, um, but uh, yeah, like I, I, the way our program works, I, I feel like it's broken into thirds. Um, a third of our guys are going to get interest offers kind of around the Christmas time frame after a month, after our fall um, semester and development and playing games. Um, a third of them are going to get interest offers, talked to by schools, whatever. And a third are going to be um, talked to kind of middle or into spring. And then a third of our guys are going to get talked to and recruited and signed um, in the summer. And that's just kind of usually historically kind of how it's broken down um, to get to our 35 guys that eventually, you know, commit and go play on um, each and every year. Yeah. And I know this is something you touched on a little bit earlier on about kind of the academic side and things like that, but I think this is a really important point to hammer home. Um, these guys, you know, they come in and they leave with the same college eligibility. Like they're, they're not, you know, they're not coming in a freshman and leaving a sophomore, um, but they are getting a little bit of a head start, you know, with, with getting some hours and things like that. Um, how does that work? And, and how seamless has that transition been from the academic side? Um, Cause you know, let's say like there's been post-grad programs before and these, you know, new brand new athletic high schools and things like that, that have, that have struggled, you know, because the academic side, they just botch it for these kids. So um, how important was that for you guys to kind of really establish that you, you, you know what you're doing on the academic side and, and um, you know, why is it so critical that those guys leave with the same college eligibility they came in with? Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll be honest that that's what scares me on a bunch of other postgrad programs that are popping up is not knowing the actual rules and, 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 and really hurting players. And then the postgrad model getting a bad name, mm -hmm. um, you know, the academic side, the not losing a year, how does it work? What are the rules? It, it it's not as easy as what people think it is. Um, so it, yes, like I'm very proud that of what we're doing and what we have set up. Um, the, academics um we've always been kind of partnered with Collin College which is right here in our backyard um but once we had the facility and we had the auditorium and I kind of really I tried my best to get them to send somebody over here to teach the classes um at our facility that's kind of when that partnership really started getting really tight um we even have a, an academic advisor assigned to our players so once a player commits and comes here, we have a contact of, hey, if you're going to take classes at Collin College, here she is. She knows how it works. She knows what the rules are on how many hours that they need to take. She knows how to walk them through the registration process. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's not seamless. It's never seamless on right. the um, advising and academic side. Um, but man, it, it feels and, and looks and it's heading towards, it's just like a college. And I mean, we have those two classes. We have one professor that comes in for uh, history 1301 um, and then English 1301. Another professor, they just come back to back or I'm sorry, one comes on Tuesday night, one comes on Thursday night. And then we just roll it over in the fall to where it's 1302. And um, not everybody is is ready for those classes. Some people need developmental classes. 
some people have already taken those classes. Maybe it's dual credit in, in high school. So we don't have 50 guys in those classes. Um, other guys can take other classes at Collin College or they can be online. Um, so there's a lot of different um, ways that are, she, she, her name's Crystal, that uh, kind of helps and leads our guys in the right direction of what classes to take to help them out. But I, I'm a big believer on time management and players, like plain and simple, don't like a normal 18 year old that graduates high school does not know what time management is about. <laughs> and I think them taking college classes is 100% needed to come to our program. And I, year in, year out, we have a parent meeting right when they drop their kids off and we tell them, we said, Hey, the players that we have the most problems with don't take college classes. So if you want your kid to succeed, he needs to take college classes and he might fail. He might, you know, not do well, but you know what? He's going to learn from it and then he's going to grow from it. And I think that's one huge thing about our program is that there's a, there's a safety net and it's not, Hey, if you fell this class, you can't play. Um, hey, if you, if you get injured, you know, you're, you know, you're going to be shuffled to the back and not practice. Um, like, I just feel like it is just a great way to kind of introduce them to college baseball and get them ready and develop them and love on them um, and, and move them on to the best place they need to play. And, and I know y'all, one huge thing is us playing the schedule we can play mm -hmm. where moms and dads and kids might stick their nose up to college, junior college baseball in Texas. And then once we go out there and get our teeth kicked in one time, they realize <laughs> how good it is. Um, and then sometimes, you know, we, we hold our own, like we beat, I mean, I think our last, uh, I mean, I can rattle off. We beat numerous division one junior colleges, um, this year, but also at the same time, we were the, but you know, the bug that's getting hit by the bus and some junior <laughs> college put it on us. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of going both ways, but it really educates the players on where their ability level is. And it's a lot easier conversation to say, Hey, are you as good as their second baseman? Are you as good as their shortstop? And, and kids know once they see it, mm -hmm. it's just, they'd never, they never actually go out and see it sometimes. Um, so it's a really, I think that's the biggest thing for us is we can place players and we can educate players on where they actually fall in the pecking order of ability and what college programs they can play at because we get to play pretty much where they're going to end up going roughly. Yeah. And, and I know that, you know, the majority of your players are, are first year guys out of high school, but you've had some guys in the program that aren't one year out of high school. Talk a little bit about those types of players and, you know, is there a difference in those guys and those in the kids that you get straight out of high school? Like what, what's the advantage for a guy in that situation to come to your program? Yeah. I mean, we, we've, and that's, again, uh, it, there's a lot of education to tackle on what our program is about and how it works. Um, 90% of our players are straight out of high school. They come to us the first year, but we every year have guys that are older um, that played a year of junior college ball or at a university or got redshirted somewhere or sat out. Um, there's all different reasons, but I just think it goes back to a, do you want to come here and develop as best as you possibly can in nine months and move on afterwards. And like, I, I can go into individual, but like we've had a player that graduated early in high school, played at a division one, his spring, his springs like senior year of high school. And he just 
wanted to catch back up academically and our program was perfect for it. So he played one, he actually was the starting second baseman at division one spring of his senior year, came to us, kind of caught back up academically. And then now he's back to where he should be. Um, we even had someone in California. Um, actually that same thing happened player in California that was on our team this year. He graduated early because his senior season probably wasn't going to play out in California, came to us, uh, or I'm sorry, went to a junior college out in California, came to us um, to catch back up as well on the academic side um, and develop. And we've had players that got redshirted at some, a certain school and then came to us. I mean, it, it really comes down to just development. And I, I really feel like our numbers speak for themselves, um, where we sent players, where they ended up going, um, just the, the, the strength gains, the velocity gains, the weight gains. Like, I think guys see that maybe on social media, maybe through buddies or friends, and they want it. And that's why they come here and, hey, I, I, I'm going to take a year to develop and, you know, not burn a year of eligibility, but we're still playing the same schedule as these other junior colleges. So why not? And I think it, that, that's, what, that's why those older guys come is they just they, – they seek development and they seek playing at the highest level possible. And I think we, we, we do a good job of offering that. Well, Logan, this has been so much fun, man. I'll, I'll leave you with a couple of last questions here before we get you off. Um, how can people learn more about this? Like if, if we've got a parent out there or a player that's a high school senior and he's just he hasn't had those opportunities he wants, um, but he wants to keep playing baseball. He wants to try to develop. He wants to kind of really dedicate himself that way. What's what's the best way for him to get in touch with you all and learn more about what TCS is? And also, too, I read that you spent four years in the Navy, but more importantly, you're, you're stationed in Coronado. Like, is there a better place on earth than Coronado? I know the I know the Navy requirements probably prevented you from going out and enjoying everything about that. But I was actually just there a couple of weeks ago, and I'm convinced it's paradise on earth. Hey, here, here's a story for you. That used to be a swamp and no one wanted it. That area, that little kind of island. And then some developer, I don't know when turned it into what it is now and probably made millions. So yeah, that, that, uh, that Island out there was awesome. I tried, I went, I was in the Navy trying to be a seal and actually went to buds and um, that's a long story. We ain't got time for that, but I didn't make it. I loved it. Coronado was awesome, but yeah, I was, I was in the military for four years and then got out um, and, and huge proponent of anybody that wants to go in the military. Um, it was kind of changed my life for, for the better. Um, but uh yeah, how they can find out about us. Our website, I, I try to do a really good job on educating um, and telling the story on our website. We got testimonies, we got videos, we got pictures. Um, it's tcspostgrad.com. Um, we, we actually have a tryout, you know, section to where we're going to California. Um, we have one here May 15th um, on Sunday. Um, we're we're kind of looking right now for next year, kind of mainly pitchers. Um, position players are kind of we're almost done with uh, for next year. Um, and really, I mean, I mean, like if you look on our website, our cell phones are on there, our emails are on there. Like you can reach out, you can text, uh, you can have any questions that you have. Um, you know, I, I'd love to talk. I mean, we, we're a big believer in this and, and I, I really like, I can't hammer home enough. Like it, if you just compare apples to apples um, with any college program out there, um, like, and a, besides the financial side, which is a, a thing I do want to touch on, um, the cost of our program is $22,500. 
Um, that's food, that's housing, that's everything. We do offer scholarships, but we have players that are walk-ons as well, numerous. Um, if financially, if that is in your budget, if you compare us to any college program, um, man, for the development, for the future kind of projection of where your son would go, like, uh, I think it's a very logical choice to, to decide to come here. So, um, again, I think we're just keep on climbing, keep on educating, keep on growing. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we're just trying to make, make this program the best we can and get the best players in and, and develop them the best they can and, and love on them and, and send them where they want to go. Um, but, yeah, I, I, anybody that wants to reach out, just reach out to us. Yeah, tcspostgrad.com. And like you said, Logan, I mean, you guys have got all your information on there. It's really accessible, and um, it's, a, it's a great website from the design standpoint. It really gives you an idea of what the facilities look like. You got videos on there, the alumni section. Uh, it's really well done. You got the game schedule on there as well, which is a that's a tough schedule. You're not lying. Um, but yeah, May 15th at the Melissa Sports Complex, you guys are having a tryout. Uh, tryouts are 100% free. So if you're a parent or a player that's tuning in um, and this is something you're interested in, reach out to Logan um, and get out to Melissa. It's a great sports complex. We spend a lot of time out there with Five Tool. Um, go out, try out, can't hurt. And uh, yeah, like you said, Logan, I mean, that's everything that that's covered. I mean, it's, it's dorm, it's food, it's facilities. I mean, you guys cover it all um, with, with that tuition and, and that payment and stuff like that. So, well, thanks so much again, Logan, for the time, man, tcspostgrad.com. Go check it out. Um, any last thing you want to leave us with before we take off here? No. And I, I mean, I want to commend y'all. Like I know Lynn, I've known him for a long time since he started it and man, he's, he's grown uh, you know, five tool the right way and got good guys like y'all. And man, I, I could name off guys after guys that he's, he's kind of brought in and man, y'all just do a great job and continue doing it. And um, I don't know how I can help, but definitely I've told Lynn, but I want to tell everybody that is y'all too. If I can help out anyway, just let me know. And especially facility wise this summer, when y'all are out there, come on by, like you can come on yeah. in here. Um, awesome. shoot, you can stay here. You can have some uh, food and play some video games. Who knows? There you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> speaking, speaking our language. And maybe you can teach us a little bit about time management because I'm 36 and I still don't have it down yet, but and feel free to bug us about Drew. Drew and I are always trying to find homes for guys at times that we think are, are talented, too talented not to keep playing. So feel free to reach out. But, but Logan, thanks so much, man. You guys at TCS are doing a great thing, keeping guys in the game, giving them an opportunity. And really, really appreciate it. Enjoyed the conversation. Awesome. Thanks, Dustin Drew. Nice talking with you all. All right, you too. Thanks again to Logan Harrington of TCS Baseball for hopping on board with us. Again, you can go to tcspostgrad.com. Uh, to check out their program. And I'm not lying when I say they've got everything on there. I mean, it's it's videos, it's photos, it's the facilities, it's how to get in touch with them. It's the coaching staff, the strength staff, the fuel bar. I mean, I, I was I was blown away when I was digging through there and checking things out. It's a really top-notch facility. And, and like Logan talked about, you know, sometimes I think people kind of get this, uh, attach this negative idea to post-grad or whatever, you're getting everything that you need from a baseball standpoint and support standpoint, more importantly, um, to, to really have a, a good developmental year at, at TCS. And we always talk so much about trying to keep guys in the game. This is an avenue, you know, like, like, hey, if, if you just don't have an option coming out of high school or you're at a college and it's just not working out and you just want to kind of keep hanging on and see if this can work out. Um, this is a fantastic opportunity, really, for, for anybody. 
Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we talk about so much too, like everyone's on a different development curve and there, you know, how many guys have we seen this year that you see something you're kind of like, Ooh, I like that. And then you look and they're uncommitted and you talk to the coach and they may not have much interest. I mean, there's just so many good players in the state that there's going to be guys out there that need places to play. And man, I, just looking, listening to the schedule and looking at the facilities. I've, I've been in the facility. I've seen a, like not all of it, but a good chunk of it. And, and it is, it's a great setup. And I mean, you know, I mean, it rivals some, some D one programs when you're talking yeah. about, you I mean, the cages are great. Um, the pictures of the weight room are awesome. Uh, you've got a good staff. You've got a lot of, you know, you have more time than people on a normal schedule have to do baseball. And for a lot of kids, that's what they need is they just need more baseball. And, you know, like we mentioned with, with Logan, it, it's tough sometimes because, you know, a lot of kids just don't have access to those kind of facilities or that kind of coaching or a weight program, or, you know, maybe it's a kid that's played multiple sports and just hasn't had a full year of development, you know, I can't look at that schedule and not think that you're going to get better if you're taking it Mm -hmm. seriously. Um, And it's, it's a good setup. You don't lose a year of eligibility. Um, You know, I know Logan puts a lot of emphasis on the staff and, and, and does things the right way. So that's, and that's important. And a lot of kids need that. And the structure provided along with, you know, just the, the ability to knock some class out and not lose that year of eligibility is, is huge. Um, and, and I can't speak highly enough of the program and, you know, I'll be honest going into it. I I didn't know, I knew kind of what it was, but not near enough about what it was. And, you know, it opens up a whole nother world and a whole nother option for kids that are looking to continue to play baseball. Yeah. And, you know, let's be honest, everybody coming out of high school is not ready for college, junior college, four-year college, um, heck, I'm not sure how many are, are truly are from a developmental standpoint. So um, there's no harm in, in taking an avenue like this and saying, man, like I want to keep I want to keep trying to stay in the game. And at the same time, like I don't want to go try to walk on some random place or or something like that. And I'm looking at these facilities and the, the attention I'd get there. I mean, it's 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 everything that a guy could could possibly want um, to really keep chasing that opportunity. And I, I really like to hearing Logan talk about, Hey, we're baseball all the time, but we're teaching these guys stuff, you know, on the life side as well, money management. Yep. Like, yep. you know, when you get into, if you go to college from here, what could student loans look like? What, you know, what's, what's debt look like, you know, buying a car, managing your finances. Um, and if it's like, Hey, if, if you've already taken English and history and you've got those credits coming out of high school, which a lot of kids do now with those dual credit programs and everything else, we're not going to stop you from going to taking a couple other different classes with, with Colin college and, and what they're doing there with the professors. They've got an academic advisor for you um, to help you kind of get through there and, and, and take a few classes while at the same time, maintaining that you're not using a year of eligibility and, and making sure you're able to go on to the next level. But um, you know, it was just really cool to hear him talk about like, it's not, you know, yeah, guys come here from the baseball development standpoint, and we see a lot of development, especially on the physical side, something that we always talk about, about these guys, like their bodies change so much and, and everybody's on a different schedule that way. 
But to hear him talk about, hey, we we focus on the other development side, too, to where these guys, Mm -hmm. if they don't go to baseball or if they, you know, baseball is going to stop at some point. These guys are learning some really important skills that can help them wherever they go. Well, and getting to sleep too. Yeah. Like that. I I don't think people understand how big of a role, you know, there's two things that a lot of people you, that you can control that a lot of people totally neglect in a development process. And that's sleeping and drinking water. Um, You know, we always harped on our guys when I was at Texas about that, but reality is that, you know, they just don't do it. And if you're not expected to get up early and do that kind of stuff, on a daily basis, it, it, it adds up and it'll be a positive for those guys that are trying to recover and get stronger and really um, eat right and change that body composition like Logan was talking about so much. But the it's a big deal that goes unnoticed a lot. And it's something that you can control. And I, but you see it time and time again, like kids just don't do it a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that's so easy. And Um, you know, I think that's the kind of stuff that I think that they have figured out. Um, and, you know, I think you see a lot of kids coming out of high school. I mean, and even in college that they think they're working hard Yeah. and they may be working hard, but comparatively to the best, they may not actually be, you know, when I was in Texas, I think that was one of the biggest things that Tulo brought to the program is, I mean, even myself, I thought we, I mean, I, I thought we had a lot of guys that worked hard, but guys that came in and were, were, were there that first year that he was there, like it was a different level. And, you know, when you got a guy like him saying, you know, you know, he's one of the best that's ever done it. Um, and probably a hall of fame guy, if he hadn't been injured and, and he's out there still doing it and he's not even playing. And it's tough. It's tough for guys on your team to, to, to think that they've done enough when he's out there showing you the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but this is an opportunity for guys to really learn that and have yeah. a good, pl- a, a good schedule and structure to be able to do that and get better as a player. Yeah. That's, that's a fantastic point because so many kids come out of high school now, like they don't know what work is, you know, like right. I always, I always kind of chuckle thinking back to myself. It's like, if I would have known then what I know now, like, you know, like, and if you're not in the right setting for whatever reason, you know, you you, you just, you maybe not, you don't have access to that type of knowledge. Like, you know, I I can't remember thinking back, like I went to a brand new high school, so I didn't really have the guys ahead of me, you know, that were kind of passing the, you know, like, so you could be coming from an area where there's just not that sort of example being set and you just don't know. It's not your fault, but you just you just don't know what work looks like. You go to TCS, um, you're going to figure out what that work looks like. And I bet they have guys that go there and they immerse themselves in it. And like, wow, mm-hmm. like I yeah. didn't know this is how guys really tackled this sort of thing. And unsurprisingly, they have guys that just take off and they yeah. take off developmentally, physically, mentally, skill wise. Like you said about the schedule, I mean, they're they're basically playing a JUCO schedule in Texas, which we know is is yeah. you're playing you're playing some dudes every single time you go out there. But yeah, it's it's, it's a great point because like it, it it's a great opportunity for kids to go there and, and figure out how to work, what work looks like, and if I want to stick in this, and you know, and, and if I do stick in this, I'm seeing the results that can open some doors for me. Um, you know, I, I just think it's a great thing they're doing, you know, just as another way to, to kind of keep kids in the game. Cause like we see all the time, 
this state is so loaded with talent with, but with the 11.7 and the amount of time college coaches have to get on the road and see guys like guys fall through the cracks every single year. Um, who knows how many guys we've kind of missed out on that. Just don't get that opportunity to keep playing this. This is a great opportunity to keep playing. Yeah, no doubt. Well, it, it's a, it's a special place and, you know, he's obviously grown that program over the last nine years. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, it, if we can help get that word out and, you know, remove some of the stigma of a, right. you know, yeah. a quote unquote post-grad program. I mean, I, you know, I, I think that there, I mean, you might see more and more kids lean in that direction because mm-hmm. of the, you know, the, the not losing a year of eligibility is big, um, especially with that. Like we talked about the backlog of, of rosters being jammed because of COVID and, mm-hmm. you know, we should be coming out of that, but, you know, I, I mean, I can see this program continue to take off and just get better and better as it goes. Yeah. Again, they have a, a free tryout on May 15th at the Melissa Sports Complex at 10 a.m. Um, they've got all the information you need online at tcspostgrad.com to go fill out your form, um, show out, uh, show up, try out, can't hurt. Um, and then if you're, uh, if for any of our California listeners, uh, June 5th in Irvine, California at Crean Lutheran High School, um, they've got another tryout out there as well. So again, get to tcspostgrad.com. They've got all the information there, all, all the contact information you could possibly need, but um, really exciting thing you're doing. Like you said, the stigma, like I can think back to when I first started covering basketball recruiting and you hear these guys that were kind of, I went to postgrad here and do this there and, da, 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 and it's like, Oh man, like it's, it's, uh, it's just kind of a headache, but, but these guys are doing it the right way. And then I think the most critical thing they're doing is that they're making sure you're on track academically and that you're eligible to go wherever you get an opportunity to go. Uh, because there's, there's nothing worse than some of these places that don't know what they're doing from that standpoint. And they get these kids and they can't go anywhere because something screwed up with their eligibility or transcript uh, or whatever it is. So get to tcsprosgrad.com and go check that out. But um, Drew, I'm, I'm going to have to play weatherman today, I think, in my area with my games. I hope you have better luck um, in, in your area with, with anything going on there playoff-wise. It's supposed to storm here in Austin. I'm hoping it doesn't um but because i've got a, i've got a pretty good schedule planned out but that's just that's one of the the one of the hats that we have to wear is if we have to be part-time weathermen as well yep yep yeah that's what the benefit of having turf fields is yes yes it is and my, my game tonight is is on turf so i'm hoping they're they're able to get it in but uh we're going to be heading out to some playoff games hopefully uh beginning tonight um, and then Friday and Saturday as well as, as the, the first round of the Texas high school baseball playoffs um, opens up. And uh, we'll have a lot of thoughts when we talk to you again uh, on Tuesday. So uh, for Drew, I'm Dustin McComas. Get to 512.org to check out all of our coverage. Uh, get to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you consume podcasts. Uh, we make it really easy to find us. And then our coverage for 512 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. We're all over the place Uh, So make sure you're following us wherever you kind of hang out on social media. But um, until we talk to you all next time, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the final couple of days of the week. Get out and see some good Texas high school baseball and take care.